Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Let's make sure that audio is recording, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a, an all together in the in the friend zone, back in the studio. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been almost, I know, it's been, almost a month, right? I know. I'm asymptomatic. I'm ready to party. Yeah, I know for a fact that you don't party. I don't. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. The internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of Hops, High Fives, and Friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys, the king of the butt rock. Are you still going to be king of butt rock? I don't know what else to be, Dan. We this have to figure out a new title for you for the new. We really uh, do. New year. Yeah. Uh, Crunk Master Flex. Oh, I like it. Mm. We'll give it a test run. Okay. We'll give it a... Yeah! Oh, it's got to be hype beer related. Hype beer related? Yeah. Yeah, but I was I was king of the butt rock, but now this year is the uh, the 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 year of the... Uh, we're getting a little... We're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. We are. Who the hell are you? You didn't even say your name. I'm Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your other host, the Hopmaster General, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell Yeah. It's Dan. All right. And as I was saying, uh, the, we are. Yes, do continue. Tom. Yeah, we're in the year of the. Uh, we, we were in the year of the butt rock. 2021, known as the year of the butt rock. Um, or the year that the butt rocked, um, you know, to some. Mike Locke, sweater king. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got <laughs> to no, uh, go, no, yeah. go to the comments. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Sweater king. Drip king, as it were. Uh Yes, and uh, there, there it is. Oh, Mike Locke. I wish I could just grab you and squeeze you and just, you know. Oh, stop oh, it. Oh, Mike Locke. He gets, oh, he gets both yeah. knuckles on him, man. He, he goes to town. It's desperate. It's really, it's really sad looking. It's just Mike Locke. It's all right. Don't worry. We can't even see Mike Locke right now. <laughs> I'm so glad I can't see Mike Locke right now. <laughs> and yes, uh, CJ White, crispy does mean that my favorite style is lagers. It is crispiest of boys. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Crispiest of boys. Um, All right, you ready to intro this podcast? Yeah, we're. Do you got uh, music ready for this? I do. Are you ready to get crunk with some early or late '90s, early 2000s hip hop? That's what the year 2022 is. Let's do it. I mean, this is a little. It's it's thematic. This is a little on the nose. Yeah, I would say. It's Mr. X to the Z exhibit. 
we are the best best friends podcast the first day of in the, the world of my life hey, stand behind the mic like Walter Cronkite y'all keep the spotlight I'm keeping my bombs tight we're pimping this podcast I love this so much territory just can't shoot through we just listen to exhibit all night that's just be this how long can we keep that going before we get kicked off YouTube? Was it 30 seconds? I don't know. Something like that. We're going to get, we'll find a way to get copyright strike. <laughs> it's all right. All right. <clears throat> all right. All right, so everybody. Episode, you know, 101 here. 101. Yeah. We're, we're back from our, our 100th episode. Our 100th episode. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you just had to be there, right? Yeah, it went off without a hitch. <laughs> totally. Uh, 100% mm-hmm. without a hitch. Zero. I Z- mean, zero, zero technical te- difficulties. Zero technical difficulties <laughs> at all. There was not one single technical difficulty. Unfortunately, we don't have a stream for everybody to do the recap. Um, so you just, I mean. You just had to be there. Just had to be there. Everybody who showed up live got, I mean, the show was amazing. Yeah. Cindy Crawford was there. Cindy Crawford was there. Yeah. Superhuman made an appearance. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. I mean, you guys really missed out on a party. Really? You really did. Um and CJ White, uh, we could have done Math or Red or Big Boy. You're just um, going to have to continue to watch episodes. Yeah, I you, mean, obviously. Well, you're going to understand why we did Exhibit. 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 Yes, you'll understand. And it's a, because we're going to we're gonna pimp your drinking experience yeah. tonight. Yeah. We, <laughs> yo, we, heard, yo, we, we heard you liked Hazy IPA, so we got a Hazy IPA for you. <laughs> We're gonna put the New England in your New England IPA. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, there you go. <laughs> that's a. I don't even know what exhibit sounds like. I think that's an accurate one. Uh, I'm just trying to remember, like, to pit my ride. I think he just like. <laughs> Here's 18 TVs in the back of your car. I don't, I don't know. If that, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> this know. is gonna get stolen in like a week. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know. I don't know if you. No, you're gonna have to work on that. Okay, I'll, I'll watch some pimp my ride. Yeah, you have to go back. On <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, let's do some house cleaning as we always let's do. do. It. I don't have a. I don't have anything to grip on to, Dan. This I is, know you're so nervous. <laughs> I've never seen a person more nervous on a live show before, and I know you're not used to talking. I was or just being in front of a crowd. I was general. way out of my comfort zone. On you that. were out of your league. Yeah. <laughs> um, really showing my ass there. Yeah, just just there, nervous with like some like cute little sweater with bears on it. And just sweating the entire episode. Drip, drip King. Drip King. Yeah. Literally Drip King. Yes, literally. Quite literally. Um, all right, everybody. Let's do some housekeeping. Then. Let's do it. Uh, you want to go? Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. All right. Okay. Uh, guys, remember, follow, uh, follow, rate, review, uh, all major podcast platforms. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a, give us a nice rating. Dan, what's that rating? Five star party, baby. Five star party. Burr, burr, burr. There it is. Um, and uh, shoot us a review. Yeah. Send us uh, some funny reviews. We haven't even gotten any yet. No. I mean, I checked like a day or so no, ago. Nobody likes the review. I've just been checking our time ratings. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm like that. I, every day, I'm just like that uh, That gif of Ari from Entourage throwing, just his, throwing his phone across the parking lot. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, guys, shoot us a review scathing funny hilarious we don't care what you do in the review just give us five stars it's all welcome um and uh yeah follow us on all social media platforms 
you know, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, as always, we are a part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a group of independent pe- craft beer podcasts, um, much like ours. If you like our podcast, you might like some of the others on the network. So go check them out at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Follow them on social media at Hopped Up Network. Hell yeah. I think that about does it. That, wraps that about it up. does it. Let's bring on our yeah. new friends from up north. Yeah. From up country. <laughs> from up country. A couple of DGens from up country. Um, so we're going to, we're, you know, we've been told, oh, you got to spend too much time in southeastern Pennsylvania. Too much. Uh, we, don't get out of our, we don't get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. We don't get out of Chester County. <laughs> you know, Bucks, Bucks County. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know what? We did that and we did it to the extreme. Uh, we did it to the extreme. Yes. The extreme. <laughs> extreme Doritos. Yeah. Um, 3D extreme Doritos. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're back. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice. Extreme. Mountain Dew extreme. We're yeah. talking code red extreme today. Yeah. We're talking about, we're doing, we're doing, uh, Superman's on a dirt bike. Uh, we're doing half clappers. We're just punching drywall. Yeah. Right. Uh, just a bunch of Kyles over here. Yeah, it's the you know we're drinking uh we're drinking some Monster Energy and and soon some mon- uh what is it uh Oscar Blues presented to you by Monster Energy. Oh, I guess yeah. I guess every time we drink Oscar Blues now, it's gonna be yeah. like presented by Monster. Ugh. Rip Oscar Blues. You were a good <laughs> one. Um. So uh yeah, let's bring on our guest. Let's do it. So we are joined today from up way up in the northeast way up in in the new england area doing i was trying to get my new england accent for this and it's so bad like i can't do it <laughs> i was we, like trying we're to watch we're gonna bring them on kid i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know how do you know. like how do you like them apples Dan, i don't know <laughs> Dan, you know you can't do a new england accent and it's not your fault it, it's it's not it's don't, not don't, dan it's not your fault don't do that to me it's not Tom. your fault dan god damn it Tom. don't do that to me <laughs> uh all right how many hacky New England jokes can we fit into the, a 30 second <laughs> block of this? Oh, it's okay. We've got the entire <laughs> episode for him. All, All right, right, let's bring him on. on. All right. So we are joined today by uh, Matthew and Kelsey from Exhibit A Brewing in, I think it's Farmington. Uh, framing, framing, Framington. Framington. That was close. Close enough. I don't know. It's probably pronounced completely neither. different. Is it neither? Is it neither? Worcester? Neither. Is it Worcester? <laughs> what are we? Where Worcester? Are we? I thought I don't it was know. Framing. Framingham. I don't know. It's all one. Framingham. Framingham. Oh, yeah. Third time's a charm. Uh, Framingham, Massachusetts. Framingham. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the guys, thanks for for coming on with us, making the uh, the the journey down here. <laughs> I mean, it sounds yes. like they're going to be making the journey down here more often, which is why we're bringing them on. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got to get talking about that. Um, But like, uh, like we said, we uh, they're from Exhibit A. Hence, come on, put two and two together, everybody. Are you trying to justify the intro song? Yeah, I I feel like people got it now. Like they see it's Exhibit A. It's it's actually on the stream. I don't know. Some of saying Exhibit this and like for the first. 15 minutes. I think, I think think some, I think there are some in our audience that are thicker than a smoothie sour. Oh, you think Mike locks like, (laughs) 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 that's why the A is there. (laughs) Exhibit brewing. Um, Pit my hazy. All right. So we're going to be drinking some exhibit a, uh, brews. Um, and, uh, we're going to be talking some, uh, some new England beers. 
Yeah, I feel like we have to get the first one going here yeah. since we uh, had a nice little long intro here. Um, I mean, before we get into the first one, I guess we should tell them where they can find all the beers we have on the podcast. Right, Tom? Sure. Where is that? Oh, where is it? It's untapped. Oh, it's yeah, guys, you can uh, find all the beers that we have on the podcast by following us on our untapped. That's at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P.O.D. I hope you guys are familiar with P.O.D. because if you're not, you will be. Yep, we have to spell out this podcast name and handle. <laughs> we are going to use P.O.D. to our extent. All right. Fullest extent of P.O.D. Fullest extent of new metal. Dan, I brought out some... Uh, my my fancy my oh fa- okay my fancy this glassware. is we're living the high life here yeah got my uh Ooh. got my stained glass paps blue ribbon tom only brings out the good glassware when it's when it's uh when it's a guest he's like listen these guys are coming from new england let's get the good glassware out make sure we use the high life and the paps blue ribbon glass <laughs> Uh, take the plastic off the couches. Yeah. <laughs> we got the fine china out. The good, yeah. the good dinnerware. I got the good sweatpants on. They don't say juicy on the ass. <laughs> huh. All right, I um, am wearing pajamas. <laughs> we all are. Yeah, we're all. Yeah, we're all. Uh, we're all sweating it up over here. All right, let's uh, let's get a nice little crack here. So we're doing uh, the first beer we've got going on here is going to be Goody Two Shoes Kolsch style ale here. Kolsch is so hot. Oh, we got a premature crackulation. Oh, the premature crack. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to? I haven't opened mine yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, all right. All let's right. let's do, a do crack. It? Yeah, let's, let's get this out of the way, and then we can talk about the beer. All right. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- proper good. sound effects. So I guess I'll pour this while I read. So we got Goody Two Shoes here, which is their Kolsch style ale. Aromas and flavors can transport us to a specific time and place. This beer brings us back to experiencing tradition, majesty, and purity of Kolsch for the first time. Where can it take you? Ooh, that's a little uh, that's a little mysterious. So I have to uh, I have to ask about the name then for the Kolsch style ale. Why is it called Goody Two Shoes? What's the story behind it? Uh, innocence. You know, um, we so mysterious. It was the first beer we named. Um, I was thinking about, you know, people are going to think, wow, exhibit A and scales. They're going to think either we're lawyers. They're going to think we want to be lawyers. And I, we were thinking about words that made us think about that. And Goody Two Shoes was the first one. And uh, I don't know, it made me think of innocence. And this is the kind of beer that, you know, Oh, this just reflects that. Tipping the scales of justice yeah. with that name. Yeah. All right. I see All what right. we're doing yeah. here. Boys. Guys. Yep. Sláinte. Cheers. 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 Oh, I got to go this way. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like you do have an Exhibit A stand right there, I see, right? That is. We yeah. do, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I actually, when I was checking out your untapped, I uh, I ended up seeing the, uh, the stand in action here as I was reading that. So we've got the uh, we've got the Stange right there, oh, yeah. and Kelsey just completely gets taken out of the stream right there. there. Oh, there you go. Now he's back. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> but yeah, we got the uh, we got the Stange going right there, which is pretty awesome to see. Yeah, it was the first glass we ordered. I mean, we we knew we if we were making a Kolsch style beer that was going to be an authentic tribute, we wanted to have the right glass. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's still a, one of our top sellers in our tap room for sure. In that in that 
you know, in that package. We also do it in half liter, but sell a lot of stanges of it. Nice. Yeah, do you the, guys, the first uh, time we ordered, well, I was going to say the first time we ordered it, uh, the supplier didn't even stock them in the United States. So we had to have them shipped in from Poland. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Right>. wow. Proper <laughs> so, stange. Proper stange. Yeah. yeah, we get a lot yeah. of, uh, we get a lot of the stange wear down here with some, uh, some of the local breweries who are big in the lagers and the Kolsch's. Yeah. And yeah. um, do you guys etch the bottom of the glass for like the little bubbles and everything that it's here? Not this particular glass. Um, I think we've done that maybe on a glass or two, but with no, no, we haven't. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I've, I've seen that. Though. Yeah. It's, it's we don't need weird. to fake bubbles. I know. I feel, I feel, I feel so <laughs> fancy. Right? Our beer. I feel so fancy when I get that, uh, when I get that glass out on a Friday night, I'm like, I'm just going to watch these yeah. bubbles. <laughs> yeah. So I like the, uh, I like the choice of uh Kolsch. It's like, Kolsch is the, I feel like we were just having this conversation. Kolsch is like the, uh, it's the new hotness right now. Um, there were definitely was that there's been that shift to the Crispier. log, lagers, pilsners, um, it crispier style beer flavored beer, you know, as the, uh, the cynics might call it. Um, but, uh, it, it's, it's very, you know, it's a very welcome style. Um, you get a little bit fuller body uh, than your typical, you know, lager pilsner. Um, um, I mean, it's obviously it's an ale, um, but you're getting um, really nice, bright flavors from it. Um, kind of like a weedy kind of flavor to it. Um, I like a that. little. I like that term, weedy. weedy. <laughs> I like that. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use that more often. Wheat. It's Wheat. definitely like a bright. It has a bright freshness to it. Um, a little bit of undertone of like a little citrus underneath. That's one thing I did notice. Uh, just kind of putting my nose to it on the first sip was like the yeah. There's a floral kind mm. of uh, essence to it. Um, definitely get from the hop. So what would you guys use the hop for this? Like traditional like noble hop. Yeah, it's hopped with tetanang. Tetanang. Yeah. Yeah, both in the kettle and the whirlpool. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, and it gives it a nice floral aroma on the nose. And so get, noble. And you get yeah, our, a lot of it. Like, our tetanangs are set. beautiful right now, too. The 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 lot we have is just, they're stunning. Our tetanangs are use, beautiful. Yeah, we don't get to use a lot of European hops in our brewery. We just don't have a lot of place for them. But this beer specifically, among the other lagers, too. So we, we use it in a lot of our different beers, you know, a few of those different beers. So what was the uh, what was the thought process behind brewing at Kolsch as your, you know, kind of your first beers? Um, I mean, I have always been a huge fan of the style. Um, I have brewed Kolsch before. I've brewed pretend Kolsch. I've brewed real Kolsch. You know, I've kind of everything in between. Uh, you know, 20 years ago when I was at a brew pub in Cambridge as a my fir first kind of full-time brewing job, uh, we had a beer called Colonial Kolsch, and I was like, this is cool. Um, how come we use the same yeast as, like, our IPAs? I don't get it. And uh, <laughs> we decided to bring in a Kolsch yeast, and and everybody was like, this is now, a, you know, now the beer is really awesome, you know. We didn't know. We just kind of <laughs> thought it made sense. Um, Were you getting, and, like, uh, that hoppy yeah. pale ale pretend Kolsch before? <laughs> I, I've seen a few of those. Um <laughs> We, I take a lot of pride in this beer not being uh, a big deviation from the style as it should be or as it's intended. Um, Definitely. There's, if there's anything left to not mess with, I feel like Kolsch would be it, you know? Yeah, um, this is something you want to kind of tick all the boxes because being a traditional style, 
you know, you want to make sure that people are reading down the, uh, you know, they're reading down the list in the BJCP and, you know, they're saying, okay, I, I feel this, I, you know, I sense this, mm-hmm. and, you know, just go down the yeah. whole list. Yeah. And I think, I think in, there's a lot of room for, for fun outside of, you know, but like as far as this style is concerned, it's, it's just, it's utilitarian. It's like, let's just brew the beer as it's intended. Not really, you know, we don't have to have, you know, a, a, a dry hop version or whatever you would do to it. <laughs> I don't know what you would do to it um, or not use traditional yeast uh, or ingredients. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm super proud of it. It's gotten a lot of, you know, industri- industry accolades. It's, you know, it's it's kind of the one we drink for sure. Yeah, And I think early on too, like, you know, like six to eight years ago, craft breweries were scared, scared to put out a Kolsch. So they were calling it, you know, yeah. golden ale, you know, or, you know, or adding mango to it, you know, and, and things like that. So golden um, ales. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of yeah. remember the, uh, the golden ale. <laughs> it was something yeah. that people were putting out. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a hoppy, it was almost like a hoppy pale ale that like, they didn't want to go full, like they didn't want to go full traditional Kolsch with it. They were trying to like ride a fad, especially like back then too, because everything had to be hoppy. So, you know, had to, uh, yeah. And they were scared with like an O with two dots over it. You know, it's like, <laughs> they didn't even know how to pronounce that. <laughs> the hell's yeah. noon lot. <laughs> yeah for for us it was uh it was a complete refusal to just do what people expected us to do and i wasn't going to just come out with you know hazy ipas and some cool stouts um five years ago that was a very common thread why aren't you, know? you guys and, more like treehouse well yeah i mean i have to drive by that brewery every day to get to work um <laughs> not literally right by it, but I pass it. Um, I do like this guy's on tap review. One out of five tastes too yeah, much like a Kolsch needs more lactose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen, seen that is before. That <laughs> yeah. I think it was that like is. a rite of passage when uh, <laughs> we got our first meh review on untapped for a goody tissue. I was like, yeah. we made it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's our, that's yeah. our, our running theme on the, uh, on the podcast of, you know, the, those, those contradictory yeah. like ratings. This is the best logger I've ever had, but right. I don't like loggers. Point five. Yeah. 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 There's room for that. I mean, there's plenty of bands that have suffered that. There's plenty of television shows that have <laughs> suffered that. There's certainly comedians who have suffered that. But I think it's it's beer's time. <laughs> you know? One of my favorites was uh uh somebody gave us like a, a bad review for Cats Meow or one of the IPAs and um and we said, Hey, you know, what was wrong with it? You know, um, you know, obviously there must have been something wrong. He gave it such a bad review and and the person responded back and said, I just don't like IPAs and I'm just going to keep rating them bad until the brewery stop making them. Like, sure. <laughs> <Okay>. like, <laughs> I remember a, that response. That's, we that's like, a what? one person crusade. You know, good luck with that. <laughs> so we, uh, we brewed our first beer, our first collaboration beer earlier this year. And uh, we actually just released our second collaboration beer on Friday, right? On Friday. Yeah, yeah. on Friday. And uh, with the first one, it was that was my first real... Uh, glimpse into the world of untapped yeah, the, as like the, somebody who you know the vitriol that could come out of me when I see oh this is this doesn't taste like uh, another version of this beer you know, <laughs> one point five and I'm like they're different beers different recipes <laughs> yeah being on the creation side Tom Tom took a lot of those uh, ratings personally yeah. and um, it was just 
fun to watch. Yeah. I just, a lot of broken blood vessels. Yeah. I mean, I've never, there are veins in Tom's neck that I've never seen before. And I've been friends with him for like over 20 years. Every, <laughs> every time I, I look at, uh, at untapped, I, I just look like that, uh, the meme of the, the kid holding in the, holding in the fart. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I sit in my bed and it's like, you know, it's late at night and I just throw on untapped to see what people are saying about our most recent beer. And I just wonder if Tom's doing the same thing. I just, I wonder if he's in bed too and he's looking at the same thing. And then, and then I text him quietly. I go, you up right now? You know who I am. You know what I'm doing. What you up to? When you text him, when you text him, do you just use your voice or do you actually type it in? <laughs> Whatever's more sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say. I, I will say this, that I, it, it just occurred to me, actually, that it has been so long since I have looked at Untapped, like probably a year. And, and I used to it. ask Kelsey, I used to look incessantly and then I text him and be like, this motherfucker, I want to change. <laughs> I want to respond to this person. They don't get it or, or there must have been something wrong with the can or it must have been out of code. It was old beer or whatever. Um, bad storage. And I think uh, I don't know what happened besides Kelsey being like, you know, dude, you got to stop reading these things if they're going to drive you insane. <laughs> don't look. Yeah. And my wife, my wife's the same thing. I mean, she's like, come on, like, like this that's, person that's really me. makes a huge difference. That's me. <laughs> looking that's, at, you. that's me looking at every untapped, just looking, <laughs> scrolling untapped. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Um, I, I do think that there's a really there's a couple of really cool parts about that platform, you know, not just Untap, but, you know, Beer Advocate started it, you know, and yeah. great beer. And I think that those platforms are actually a really useful tool for, you know, the research side. But I also think it's nice sometimes to see people say good and bad things about your product. It keeps you kind of honest, you know, and um, there's a lot of, I think, well-written good reviews there's a lot of probably well-written reviews of beers that weren't in great shape you know yeah I like, I, no like, i agree with that 100 yeah. like well-written yeah. reviews mm -hmm. i enjoy unless like you've got you know your little plaque behind you that says you're a beer sis around maybe leave that rating part out of it and just put a review yeah there. the rating piece i don't get yeah I, just I don't take the rating piece out like, don't give me points i feel yeah, like we, there should be a test I, to allow you to be that <laughs> to rate we, we've been on that yeah. crusade of just get rid of the rating system on on untapped right. and it, it's a great app yeah, yeah, the narrative part is great. I, I I like reading what people think sometimes, you know. That's that's the and problem. it might even strike a thing. I might be like, oh, you know what we should do is dry hop that Kolsch, you know. <laughs> what, what was really frustrating though is like when I used to work in in the retail side, um, I would watch people walking through the store like this, like to, like looking up the the untapped reviews for every beer in the fridge. And and I and they'd be like, oh, uh, can I help you find something? And uh, they're like, oh, I'm looking, you know, at a stout. And I'm like, oh, this is a really nice stout here. And they're they're like, oh, I only got a three and a half. So no, I'm not going to buy that. It's like it's it's a really good beer. You should try it. Um, you know, so it, it, like when they start actually making purchasing decisions, you know, based on overall reviews, I was like, oh, like this. Score, yeah. 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 I, there was an account once that that told me they would put my IPA on draft. This is before exhibit A. I won't say the name of the company, <laughs> but or the bar. But they said, I'll put your your IPA on, but I won't put your uh session ale on. Um, 
because it only it didn't get an 85 on Beer Advocate. It's only an 83 or an 84 or mm. something. And the IPA was like a 92 or 94 or whatever. And so I said, that's great, but you can't have my IPA unless you put on the session. Oh, man. And I wouldn't let them buy that. <laughs> like, we took them off the list. <laughs> I'd be like, seize Ticked me off the degrees, distributor, man. but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, look, can't yeah, have both. Rep was like, darn you. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the problem is that people, they, they, they put the, the rating the overall rating front and center. So people just look at that or they, they don't even click on the beer. They, they go, they see, they search it, they see it the pops number. up, they see the number, right? If, if they got rid of the ratings and just left the reviews that would force you to go through and look and see what people are actually saying about the beer. And yeah. it, it would just be helpful, you know, because most people, let's be honest, most, most people that are drinking beer have no idea what the hell they're talking about. So, you know, it would weed all that out, but you, it is, it is frustrating to go through ratings of people who just don't know what they're talking about in terms of like, you know, why they gave it a 2.5 or a 1.75. And like, I feel like people should have to take a, like a test or be like, Hey, like I'm certified on, on tap to be able to rate beers. Like mm -hmm. these people should have to go through a certain thing because like a mini one, BJCP it's judge yeah, test. it's like, it's hurting, yeah. it's hurting the breweries. Just have them retest yeah, every it's year. It's an emotional like, review. You know, it's mm -hmm. like how, what was my enjoyment flat factor of, of drinking the beverage and it's like, Oh, it wasn't cold enough. So I'm going to take a, take yeah. a star off. Like know, old people who have to like renew their As licenses. the brewer, that's my fault. If it's not cold <laughs> enough. Like we, our beer, our beer got a 1.5 out of five with no rating. Or no review. No yeah. review. Just, just, a a, just the 1.5. And it's like, well, tell us why. why. In all fairness, the guy's name was DZ, and I thought it said D's Nuts before. And I was like, <laughs> well, if D's Nuts doesn't like it, I don't know if this is a good beer. But uh, but it's like we did we did a we did a, a traditional West Coast brewed strictly with, I mean, we did use a little bit of Waimea, but it was centennial. primarily Centennial. So piney, um, bitter, resin, like, you know, nostalgic West Coast IPA. We wanted to bring people back to the bitter. But yeah, people are just coming back to us. They're, they're just they're they're. I, they're I think not juicy enough. Yeah, I think people are. <laughs> I think people are looking at. They're seeing IPA, but they're not looking at the West Coast part, or they don't understand what a West Coast IPA is. They yeah, they well, definitely don't. It's they not don't. a. It's, if you've been drinking for less than five years, you have no idea what West Coast IPA is. Yeah. Right. And unless no, you're on the West Coast. Yeah. Oh, Sierra Nevada is just something that's in the beer fridge, and it's not a category store. on Untapped anyway. It just right. comes up as an American IPA. Which so sure. does a hazy sure. IPA too. Like unless you do American or New England, depends on if your treehouse or anybody else. They just put all their hazies under American IPA there. <laughs> so it's like you go through is that, like is that what they did? Every single one I pulled up is like American IPA, American IPA. I'm like, oh, it right, is an American fair. IPA. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're going purely based on BJCP. They're not using yeah. the the new hazy or New England category that they put in there. Yeah, I don't know that. Sad that it matters so much. I know it's it, on some level. It, it, it's <laughs> well, unfortunate. There's a good argument to get rid of styles altogether. Um, you know, and and we're kind of at a point where, you know, can you know, and they had to create the the hazy juicy for GABF because you know for Great American Beer Festival and you know World Beer Cup because you know you're comparing a, you know a Racer Five to you know. Um, you know, a, a New England style IPA, and they're completely different beers. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so yeah, what is a style? To, yeah, I, I mean, justify the competition without it. We've had yeah. we, we've had brewers, you know, on that do the New England style IPA that won't. They just call it a hazy because they're like, well, we're not New England, so why is it? How is it the New England IPA? 
it's a, it's a hazy right we, we struggled with we struggled with that for years with west coast style you know i mean yeah. mm-hmm. i've made west coast style ipas out here and i've always kind of just put like west coast <laughs> style ipa i guess i don't even know what we called it or i mean it's, that's how it was referred to i mean we i've pretty much only brewed in massachusetts so all my beers are New England, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I didn't realize, you know, as this was happening, when when we first made the cans for Cat's Meow, we just called it IPA, and we refused for a long time to yeah, call it's it. It's not New a style. style. <laughs> New England style doesn't exist. Like I don't know what that is. It's a marketing. And, sti- it's yeah. a marketing ploy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and like to use that is fine, but it's it's just wasn't what we were doing at the time. We've now. Put New England style. I, I, what do we put on it on the can now? It's New England style. Oh, it, says New England, it says New England IPA. Yeah, New England IPA. Yeah. And so, I don't know if that's because I mean, you. It could be deduced that that's where we're from. Like, <laughs> it is a New England IPA. Well, it it's was from there. I mean, technically, <laughs> it's the the style. With, it was Treehouse, right? Made it. Was it Treehouse or the Alchemist? That it was made the Alchemist it, and like Lawson's. Yeah, and all of those like started doing traditional that, New England. Yeah, started doing that juicy, hazy. Like right. orange Which juice. Which is funny because if you were to pour yourself a heady today, it's not hazy. Why are you it's pouring yourself hazy. a heady? Why are you pouring it though? Yeah, drink from the can. Well, whatever. If it's okay, that's a good point. But the reality is, is, it isn't that hazy, and it's certainly not hazy like a like you know a a, a, a one of yeah. these breweries that we've mentioned. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, like a, and there's plenty of breweries. Yeah, yeah, sunshine too. Like Lawson's, yes, it's uh, relatively yeah. bright these days. Sip of Sunshine is, uh, I, I would say, in my opinion, it's a great American IPA. Like if you go down mm-hmm. the BJCP, and I always have a problem with the BJCP because we always talk about how we're going to get Beer Judge certified, we're going to take the test and everything, but I'm not going to take that test until they actually update the BJCP from 2015. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't feel like I should be taking a test for something that hasn't been updated so, since 2015. So yeah. I'll keep using it as a guide. But yeah, Sip of Sunshine, like it ticks all the boxes for the American IPA right there for me. So, and it has yeah. nothing to do, and it's New England, like New England, but it doesn't have that, like what people it's consider New England. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not orange juice. It's not my, uh, it's not Tropicana. And, and what's great because we kind of, and it's dry. We're on the, uh, we're, I guess we're on the line between New England and, you know, the rest of the East coast where we kind of straddle that, where it's like, it, do we call it a new England IPA or like new trail around us calls it just a hazy. They don't even use mm-hmm. the term new England. It's just right. a hazy IPA. Like, and it gets to that point where like new England, the name just starts to change as you kind of slowly go down the coast. Well, it should really be called yeah. a Charlton IPA. <laughs> oh, I love the I love little glasses. Actually, <laughs> should have like breathed on the glasses a little bit, take out a little microfiber cloth. It was like when they uh, when black IPAs were a thing, and people were like, "Well, it should be called a Cascadian Dark Ale." I'm like, "Why are you? Call- what, like, what does that even mean?" <laughs> was that guy like packing uh, like a nice little corn cob pipe while he was saying that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. was, I, think it was I think it was Jason Alstrom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> um, let's get back to talking about this Kolsch here because I'm I'm motoring through it. Yeah, I'm about to be through it. Too. Um, I'm sorry, I had this a is, lot of beer before mine's, this. Mine's still going. <laughs> this is um this is definitely one of those uh beers that we would put in the crushable category. Yep, lawnmower um, beer. This is yeah. uh, I feel like, and it's awesome to hear that you guys are. This is something that's always on rotation because mm-hmm. it's not a beer style that you think of in January, but then it makes you 
it makes you like nostalgic for like nicer weather and you want that nice crispy lawnmower beer and everything. So it's, it's cool to see yeah. beers like this continuously on a menu or on yeah. rotation that, are, you know, aren't, it's not people trying to cater to seasonality. And it's, it's got that, it's at 4.5, um, ABV. So you're, you can throw back a couple and, you know, agreed. Feel all right. You could be like yeah, me. I've done that before. It's, it's I've done that before successfully too. I've thrown back a few. <laughs> um, I'm re- I, I got a I got a belly full of pierogi, so I'm I'm ready for uh, I'm ready to <laughs> I, soak up a couple. I got a belly full of ESP right now. So I like I like how you call it lawnmower beer. Day, you know, everyday you know kind of a beer that you can have all the time year round or whatever. I whenever I'm doing tastings, I find myself not necessarily. A, it's not a plan. It's just kind of happens naturally. But I call it fridge beer. Oh, it's it's in the fridge. It's always there. It's like always that. available to you. It's not something you're going to choose every day, but it's but it's there and it's it never goes away. And that's for a- me. That's why we constantly brew it like we're, we, we have to constantly brew it or the yeast is unhappy. It's that and, it, it's that know. beer that you're like when you get done work, you're like, I just want a beer. And that's yep. what that's what you're you're grabbing is a beer. That is such a great term. I enjoy like the fridge, fridge beer, beer term yeah. because I have so many fridge beers that my wife goes, why do you have all these beers that are just like one of, it's like I save one of every four pack of crispy boys. And I just have this shelf of just like, like singles of like, Oh, those are the, uh, those are the crispy, the fridge beers, the fridge beers. I need those. Yeah. You can use that. I I, I give you permission. I'm using using fridge beers now. Don't tell your wife. I came up with it. I want you, you take the credit. (laughs) I want to get in trouble. I'm using it. But it is true. I think there's, you know, there, there, it's a very stable beer too. So it can kind of sit Mm -hmm. in your fridge for a while and not, and not break down. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't have to worry about the hops falling out. No, no. Yeah, it's very like, one of the most stable beers we make, which is which is awesome. I it, it, and it is a beer you can drink after work, and our brewers have proven that over <laughs> and over and over. <laughs> and I know that we we this particular can that I'm drinking was canned yesterday. Um, so is this so, the uh, the shift beer, like the universal shift beer at exhibit? It is, and and you can't really tell, but this was. Um, I can, I can prove it because the label will come off easily, but, uh, this was a shift beer. This was a staff beer, if you will. Uh, it was a blank can this afternoon when I grabbed it and I slapped the label on it, just knowing I'd be on this video. Oh, um, nice. A little so, low fill in the cooler there. <laughs> yeah. So apparently there were like almost, I think it was like two cases of short of what you'd call short fills or dented cans. Yeah. Uh, and uh, which is no- more than normal. So all this, all the brewers, especially Andrew, was were like totally pumped. They're like, "Oh, we got so much gold." I'm like, "You realize that's beer we can't sell." Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, the ramifications crazy. of that over and over again. But we do like if there's not enough short or staff cans of uh, Kolsch, we always pull a case aside because it's necessary. Uh, it's low, a- low fills for like front of house or like Christmas day. I, I love, <laughs> I love coming in as somebody who works front of house and being like, Oh, there's low fills. And yeah. they're like, Oh, by the way, we, you know, there's a couple low fills back there. We had a few extra and we, you know, black Friday, everybody was doing, you know, everybody does like a stout or something like, you know, pretty crazy that they want to do. We were like blessed to have some low fills of like some of the bougie stout beers and it was like it was like coming into the cooler on Christmas. Every time I was like changing a keg over, I'm looking over. I'm like, look at all those low fills. They're like 13. Oh percent <laughs> But if it's low, is it still 13? percent I know. <laughs> and a little low 12 ounce can too. <laughs> yeah. 
a nice little yeah. sipper with two fingers. Let's get in. For us, the, the dented cans are the best because you know they're good fills, but they got dented. Yeah, it just didn't quite make QA. Yeah. Quality assurance was like, yeah, it's, I didn't quite make Whoops. the cut. Just start, start selling them as uh, as half price like uh, like the dented dented soup cans. <laughs> yeah. Right. Matt's just back there with a tiny tack hammer. He's like, ah, look at this dent, guys. I, I mean, I'll just put it over here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, There's like the ugly, ugly shaped vegetables, you know, (laughs) (laughs) my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's get into this, uh, this hazy. I mean, if we're going to have a New England brewery on, we (laughs) might as well. Cats meow. We got it. We got to get into this guy and, uh, and then we'll start. We need to talk about the brewery. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. We just went right into the beer guys. I love, I love this catnip, (laughs) catnip for people. (laughs) <laughs> I love this. Uh, yeah, the cat's meow is uh, what we're going to be doing here, guys. New England hazy IPA. Uh, where are we today? A lush hop farm, a late summer's. God, this description just, I hate the word moist. The late summer's <laughs> worm, yes, warm, we moist, <laughs> moist air and the full aroma of freshly picked hop cones on your hands. Take time to savor moments like this. Smell, taste, consider, enjoy, repeat. God, you guys, <laughs> do you guys have Robert Frost up there on retainer? Like, do you guys have him in like a cryogenic freezer? You just thaw him out, like write a description. Yes, <laughs> um, that was me and Kelsey Kept writing the, the road less traveled and those. Like, no, <laughs> like, talk about hops. <laughs> yeah, you got Thoreau. I mean, up Kelsey, there. you do you remember five and a half years ago writing all this and <laughs> and kind of hammering over it and being like, that's not yeah. what we want and changing it. Did you guys dig back. up Thoreau in Maine and just bring him back to Massachusetts or something? <laughs> yes, I've come. I've come to a fork in the road and between. Citra and mosaic hops. <laughs> and we chose El Dorado. Yeah. Yes, we did. We did chose. And that chose was El the road Dorado. less traveled, and that made yeah, all man. the difference. <laughs> all right, let's get a crack right, here. Three, two, one. Oh, good cracks, boys. Good crack, gentlemen. Oh. That's a good. That's a good nose beer. Yeah. So, uh, what is the? Uh, I guess what are, what was this hopped with? What are the, uh, so six and a half percent alcohol by volume. It is a really beautiful malt base of American two row, uh, English golden promise, Valley malt warthog wheat and Valley malt Vava Vom, which is our dextrin malt from Valley. A little bit of flaked oats. Notice I haven't mentioned hops yet. Um, I know. I find malt uh, far more sexy than hops. So. I mean, um, the mouthfeel is, is where like a New England IPA really excels. So, and that's all like yeah, grain building. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. People forget about the malt sometimes. We're going to talk a lot about malt tonight. Um, so, uh, it is hopped in the kettle with Bravo from Roy Farms in Yakima Valley in uh, Moxie, Washington. They're like a cherry, apple, and hop farmer. And then we uh, whirlpool the uh, whirlpool. Uh, a little aggressively with mosaic. Look at that head on that thing. Oh, no. Beautiful. I know we got, and, we, got uh, we got double head yeah. here. Just yeah. I like to get a nice little cone on the top here because <laughs> I'm going to watch the lacing on this entire uh, journey as I drink this. <laughs> Look beer. at that thing. That's so. nice. And then uh, so after Whirlpool, we obviously knock it out into the fermenter. We pitch our our English variety of house yeast, and then we end up dry hopping it uh, post fermentation with. Uh, Eldorado and Citra, Ooh. and then a, a touch of um, Cryo Equinot. 
So Equinox used to be called Equinox. There's Equinox Brewing. Asked them to stop using it or something. Uh, So they changed it to Equinot. So E-K-U, which is also a beer name. Breweries Um, are so petty. (laughs) It's a cryo. It's a it's a cryo uh, pellet from uh, uh, Yakima Chief. Oh, that's that's nice. And cryo is yeah. well, it's the uh, you get a lot for a little. When it comes yeah, to cryo, yeah. So. You, you spend pack, a fortune and a get punch. a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you spend a fortune, no, and get a little, but it. They're really nice. They're they, you know it removes all the the grassy notes and the and the vegetal character. Yeah, um, you get a lot just of just the, all right, boys. The chemical, slancha aroma. Cheers. Cheers. You guys will notice that I'm not drinking the cat's meow right now. Sorry. <laughs> it's so sad. He just, he's like, he's like cuck watching us right now as we were like drinking I, this hazy. He's like, I brewed he's the like, cat's yeah. meow this morning. He's I like, yeah, you like that? Drink it right now. You like that? <laughs> you like drinking that right now? You taste that El Dorado? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You taste that El Dorado. <laughs> it's, it's out of the pigtail or yeah. nothing for me. It's the, it's the cuck's meow over here for this guy. <laughs> really yeah, I, I just brought my, my Kolsch home. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I love that beer too. So, uh, I mean, it is, and it, you know, for all intents and purposes, we can say that it's our flagship. Um, it is the beer we make the most of. Uh, it's the beer that's putting the, you know, food in people's mouths and the roof on our house. Keep, keeping our the lights on. Here. Yeah. Hazy IPAs. Yeah. We always, we always talk to other brewers. It's like, it's the, it's the beer that keeps the lights on. It's a very approachable beer. It's one that's, you know, highly sought after for, you know, people who go to breweries they're like what kind of hazies do you have on and things like that so yeah it it grabs a wider audience and yeah it's just doesn't doesn't take up tank space yeah it's very quick to yeah Yeah, see not in our brewery that's not the case (laughs) no um all of all of our hop forward i mean it certainly takes less time than kolsch and lager but uh, (laughs) all our beers are three weeks in the tank so yeah we do uh we do like a, a primary ferment say like brewed on Monday, dry hop the following Monday, transferred the following Tuesday, and it's it's packaged on its 21st or 22nd day. Um, so we're doing a full full conditioning on these beers. Uh, it just works better for us uh, for quality assurance and making sure the beer is fully fermented. We get some biotransformation from the hops, which also we get a little hop creep. So we don't want to have that thing continue on if we can it too early. Um, but and I just think the beers are better when they're conditioned out, you know. And we also give each each of our beers gets four, five to seven days in the bright tank as well. Oh, if okay. my, we might want to change the name of that tank because clearly <laughs> the bright tank is <laughs> taking liberties. Finishing. Are you taking liberties with that name right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call it the packaging tank. So, um, yeah. So with tank. the uh, the cat's meow, I mean, it has that uh, definitely has that New England color, the bright. Um, bright Instagram, orange, Instagram oh, yeah, color. this is an Instagram friendly beer. <laughs> yeah, it's looking uh, good in all the filters. You're getting all yeah. the likes on this one. I gotta do the ice beam <laughs> core so there's no head. <laughs> yeah, it's got a great mouthfeel. Um, the head on the pour was really nice, uh, nice and rocky. Um, good bubble dispersion. Oh my um, god, yeah, you like that? <laughs> so good, so um, good. Uh, the flavor is super bright. Um, it very, it, it, it's nice because it's, it's got that citrusy punch, but you get that a little bit of peppery on the, on the back burner there. 
Um, I do get a lot of the pepper and I like it because it works with like the bitter aftertaste too. The bitter and the peppery kind of yeah. Um, finishing out the sip is nice. Uh, you guys give it a nice reminiscent to like the old style IPA while giving it the new school upfront mouthfeel and like on the nose. It's not just, it's not your, uh, it's not your grandfather's Citra Mosaic, yeah. you know, <laughs> my grandfather. I, I would, I take a lot of pride in that. I think that we do, we did kind of intend for this beer to, you know, hit a couple of the things you're talking about when you talk about beers from the last say five or six years, what be it, you know, the, the, the look of it, the um, mouthfeel of the beer. It, um, but I wanted the hops to deliver uh, a little, a level of bitterness that, should be in an IPA as far right. as I'm concerned. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I've, I'm really proud of how the beer drinks because it's not easy. It's a tough balance. Sometimes we've had batches uh, that, you know, might be a little more bitter. Um, <laughs> and I don't know when that was canned. Yeah. <laughs> Probably last week. Um, well, mine is one four. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't remember when, uh, what batch I sent you guys. 12.7. Oh, right on. So that's and good. I mean, the fact that it's I mean, and I tend to believe that our hop forward beers are best between like three and seven weeks. Yeah. Uh, depending on your palate. But uh, as far as the, the objective nature the you know, thinking in an objective nature, uh, the beer does settle down a little bit. Some of that green vegetal, big hop bitterness will kind of fade out a little bit, which I think is great. And it doesn't we, we haven't lost the aroma in that amount of time. I agree. We've uh, we've gotten pretty uh, we've gotten pretty corny on this podcast when we talk about the beer's journey, <laughs> and and you know we've had the ones that are canned right away. You get green, like you said, you get the vegetation. You get like you know just have it's it's get the hot burn. I was gonna say hot burn, but like there's also like I hate using the term because it just sounds like a subtle dagness bro mm. <laughs> yeah. you get a little bit of that like and it, and it isn't subtle on day one on, it's by any definitely not subtle yeah so like when no. you're getting it green and i like you know having like a four pack where i go i'll have one and i'm gonna wait a week have another and just let it age and like mm -hmm. see how the beer progresses as it gets like to where i know i'm like if i crack the can and i don't like what's on the nose after i crack it I know I waited too long. <laughs> I mean, even we, we drink even, fresh. <laughs> we even we've talked a, a ton on the podcast about just from the time that you crack the beer until you get about halfway down when it it gets it settles a little more towards room temperature that the flavor difference that happens mm -hmm. between that, that yeah. first sip and, you know, the halfway point. It's it, it, our I mean, palates are pretty sensitive. They, yeah. they change, you know, I think and I just got to say, I'm, I, I'm already annoyed with your fridge, man, because it seems like you have like <laughs> one of like 40 different beers in your fridge <laughs> and I uh, can't decide what to have. And like, I got four dates of this IPA. I got five dates of this <laughs> Of this double oh, wait, IPA. First, first in, last out. <laughs> He's got a spreadsheet, yeah, with all the yeah. codes. I believe that that's true. I I, I go up there with a does. clipboard. My wife comes home from work, and I'm just like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, by the way, we have to drink the uh, the hazies we got like three weeks ago before they turn." Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> heard they're going south. She's she's uh, <laughs> got a full rotation schedule. In the oh yeah, I, I have a full rotation schedule on my beer fridge. It's yeah. uh, Dan's Dan's got it. There's Dan something to. 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Dan's got an Excel spreadsheet that he's running. Uh, he, he's running uh, different formulas on that you know can tell him when to when the 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 best buy date is. I was thinking about like was that movie waiting? Hey guys, push the fish. It's about to turn. <laughs> they have a separated with like pasteurized and unpasteurized beer. <laughs> yeah, this one's forever. And I, and then I have that one shelf that's just the the crispy boy central station right there where I just go in. I'm like, you know what? This is the first one. This is before wife gets home. I just have this. <laughs> I want Kolsch on that shelf. <laughs> There's a couple. Yeah, we that. Yeah. we get we get it. We have a really unique opportunity with this beer because we get we brew it every single week, right? So we brew it Mondays and Tuesdays generally. Although this week it's Tuesday and Wednesday because we had to sneak in a batch of hair razor on Monday, but. Uh, there's something really gratifying having a, a brand that's just worked for us. You know, it's like, it's got, it's close to 50% of our business. Um, logistically that improves uh, us, you know, operationally that really helps because it's all the same grain. It's all, you know, it's all the same hops. We have pallets of these things. And so <laughs> it's, it's really helpful, um, to also be able to really dig into a beer and we, you know, people are like, Oh, it's great. You haven't changed a thing. And it's like, I have changed this recipe <laughs> so many times. I can't even say like, literally we just changed it the other day again. <laughs> and it's not to change the beer. It's actually to get better at brewing the beer and to improve the beer. Um, we're not changing it. We're not using new hops. We're not changing malts. We're just, you know, tiny little tweaks, you know, process tweaks and things like that. And it's just, it's made us having a beer like this in your arsenal makes you a better brewer because you're constantly fighting to get the beer to be the best it can yeah. be. And I know? feel like the hazy IPA is a style where like experimentation is key and people like different, like, Hey, new batches came out. I think you guys are going to like this. Like, it, you know last batch was great but like this batch like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see some shit like you have to you have to dock around more. it <laughs> you're like if yeah. once it's 88 you guys are gonna hear some serious shit right here so uh <laughs> and it's awesome i dig that part i dig it yeah yeah i mean speaking of i mean you guys just said like logistically i mean there is some I guess some reason why we have you guys yeah. on here because yeah, we don't typically go out to the Northeast here, but you guys are uh, going to be basically coming into our backyard here. Uh, so. well, yeah. You can buy our beer now. Is it um, now too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we can uh, direct ship right to Pennsylvania. So what, um, what, what are the, all the States that you guys are shipping to right now? Uh, let's see, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, uh, Nebraska. Wow. Um, uh, District of Columbia and Virginia are the ones awesome. that okay. we're licensed to. I think we could have done Ohio, but it was wicked expensive for the licensing process. So we're like, yeah, we can skip Ohio. I guess but Cleveland doesn't rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and then we also have uh, wholesale agreements in other markets, uh, obviously all of Massachusetts, New Hampshire as well, Vermont, Maine, Rhode Island. Uh, and then we sell beer in Arizona, California, and uh japan oh wow and okay and we're and also we've sold beer in the czech republic and we sold some beer to russia oh what once it never they got, got stopped yeah it never got to russia it went to new orleans though it went to new, or, or yeah it went to new orleans yeah, went, was this yeah. when they like shut shut out like russia during like covid where they're like hey nothing comes in nothing comes it was out. before <laughs> the pandemic it was it was yeah, like it was three years ago it was, yeah it was i think it was cold just war shit 
<laughs> it was cold they knew I about COVID before we did. They shut off their entire country. They're like, nothing comes in, nothing comes out. Shut it, shut it down. <laughs> um, what about uh, so yeah. We have a we have a, a pretty decent sized audience in New Jersey. Is there any future plans to ship to New Jersey? So New Jersey uh, we, right now does yeah. not allow uh, direct to consumer shipping. Okay. Um, so yeah. a lot of it's d- d- predicated on who we're legally allowed to ship. Directly to consumers yeah. too. Um, yeah. We've How talked to some wholesalers. In Pennsylvania's been real. Yeah, we've 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 we actually have a a kind of a, an agreement with a wholesaler in New Jersey that when they're ready and we're ready, uh, that okay. we sh- could and will sell some beer to New Jersey. Um, it's a great market, hungry market, you know. Yeah. And I think uh, and a big market. Um, New York, we sell beer in New York. New York's tricky. It's a, it's such a big market. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's it's without you know having a sales team out there, it's hard to really dig in. Uh, so we just sell little bits. You know, I mean, we sold more beer in Japan than we did, I think, in New York this year in twenty one. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Which is we're we are big in Japan, so I mean that makes sense. Well, we gotta, so we <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> Instagram, look at our Instagram. It's all Japanese people checking in our beers. <laughs> it's uh, awesome. So, I love it. So we it's did have a question cool. come in through chat. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there any plan to distribute in Pennsylvania rather than ship? Um, call your local wholesalers and tell them to come and you know tantalize us. Yo, yeah. Yo, Shangy, get with the program. Yeah. I forget who. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we just had a what was it? Um, who was the one in in Jersey down in uh in Sea Isle? Slack Tide. Slack Tide. Yeah, Slack Tide had oh, just Slack Tide. They just yeah. started uh, distributing in the PA. I forget yeah. what they're. They just dipped their toes in. Yeah, uh, I forget what their distribution company is. We'll, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some good wholesalers in PA for sure. Um, a bunch of them, and you know whether you want to hover just around Philly area, um, or you know, cover the whole state. There's that's kind of what Slack Tide's doing. Yeah. It's like the you know, greater Just southeast. Spotty. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think, I think in our area, especially, I think you guys would do really well. Where uh, we like to, we like to talk to when we talk to the different brewers. Uh, all the areas around around Philadelphia, every area has different beers that sell better. Like that, like a Northeast Philly cream ale sell really well. Um, like in, in center city, there's pilsners and lagers sell really well. Yeah. There's barley wines that sell well in the city and barley like, wines in like, yeah, like West Philly, like yeah. in our, in our like area. Big, it, yeah. You like, you like Belgian wine country. You like Belgian triples. It's right off the L. <laughs> but our, our area is a big in hazy. I would say hazy IPAs. It's, yeah. It's, we're in the suburbs. It's uh yeah. it's hype beer central. Yeah. People, drive out to you know we mentioned we mentioned tired hands like you know we're in we're mm. in the suburbs here so people go like they gravitate towards the hype beers but i feel like uh like you guys have a repertoire right here like we just we just did what a coal show we went into a hazy ipa you guys are kind of offering something for everybody in fact i mean we have a third beer that we may be getting into if we have enough time but i mean it's another completely different style yeah like it wasn't like a hazy heavy episode here where yeah, we're just doing the same right. hype beer, just dry hop differently. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, I like to think of us. You know, we're we're a portfolio brewery. You know, I I we were just looking at. I was just looking at the schedule today, and I'm we're you know Kelsey and our sales director Kevin worked on this uh, release calendar with us for uh, you know for 2022, 
and towards 20 and getting into 2023. And, you know, we have, you know, 19 beers that are like guaranteed on the schedule, getting made all different. I mean, we have a couple double IPAs. We have like a handful of IPAs and then we have some lager and we have Kolsch and we have a, a Munich Dunkel lager. We have like oh. all these different styles. We have a, a pastry amber beer. We have, you know, stout, we have other things, but uh, we have a Doppelbach, which is going to be cool Ooh. in January. But um, that's, a, that's I, a tough as a brewer, like I don't I don't mind making IPAs. I love making IPAs, but I don't want to just throw hops at stuff. I want to taste malt, you know, yeah. and I, as a as a consumer, I care deeply about the malt. So I really want to highlight it. In yeah, a that's, lot of ways, and that's know? awesome to hear, especially like drinking this hazy right now, like like you said, you started listing the ingredients by the malt because that's the real MVP of the beer we're right. drinking right now um, mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of mm-hmm. mouthfeel and just overall impression of the beer. And I mean, Doppelbox, such a great, it's it's awesome because you guys are up in New England. Doppelbox, kind of a style that is like, in our area, so many big breweries like it's live and die by the double. We have, yeah, here. we. I mean, we have a <laughs> we have a big like uh, we have a big German influence down here. Huge, yeah, huge. Yeah. Like the Doppelbach my, is. My grandparents used to live in Germantown, actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, the Doppelbach and well, we've got Sly Fox. We've yeah. got Troves. Well, we have yeah. Sly Fox does a whole event. Called based the, around the Bach Fest. Yeah, Bach Fest. Bach, yeah, Bach yeah. Fest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I haven't I mean, gone, but I've hung with the Sly Fox guys. Yeah, um, like on occasion here and there. Yeah. So like down here, it's it's you know we it it's great to have you guys on because we get out of our bubble and we got to, we got to hear what like you guys are doing up there and like hearing stuff that's familiar is nice. Like hearing the Doppelbach is you know something that's not only just in our bubble. Yeah. So uh, we did have we did have a, a chat come in. Uh, Sarah Neeson or Nesson here. It's Nesson. Nesson. <laughs> yeah. There's a movie it about is. the beer he that didn't make it, it to I Russia. I think there's a movie about a beer that didn't make it to Russia. Is that Rocky Four? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's my sister. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's just Rocky climbing up with the log and it's got all the beer on top of it. It's got kegs. <laughs> Draga! <laughs> Hops on fire. Nice. That's the that's hops that's on fire. Yeah, hops yeah, on fire. That's it. Um, so, tell Actually, us. Tell, was there a movie about it? Like, it, yeah. We, all I know is it, if there isn't a movie, there should be. And I think that what Sarah may even be referring to is that filmmaking and beer making are very Spies similar. Like us. And I don't know that she's uh-huh. referring to this, but her father, she's my stepsister. Her father told us one day when we're sitting in his editing suite, he's a he's a box film like editor, us filmmaker and he says you know filmmaking you take all this raw footage and you put it together into one cohesive thing it's like beer making you take all this stuff that doesn't make any reason there's no reason for it to be together and you put it together and it's this beautiful thing and we always kind of joke about that but we love that i like that and it is true i don't care what anybody says filmmaking and beer (laughs) making are the same i'll agree with that (laughs) and i used to be a filmmaker too so yes video producer same here. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, look at this guy. He's yeah. he's got the uh, he's got what ABC, yeah. MTV, you know, whatever. Yes, he was. <laughs> he in- used to uh, he used to cover the boobies on Real World. His, his job was to censor stuff. Like he just sat in like one of those like tiny little offices and was just like click, sounds click, like a full time job. Yeah, click, 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 pixelate, click, pixelate, 
Pixelate. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> so uh, we, we're about an hour in. <laughs> and we haven't talked about how the brewery started. Yeah, yeah tell us about the brewery. <laughs> I know. We've been talking about the beers. We talked about, you know, coming to PA. Like, how'd you guys get started? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm entering my 24th year of professional brewing. Um, and... During that time, I've worked for others in brew pubs. I worked in larger breweries. I worked in a startup brewery, Mayflower Brewing in Plymouth, and, you know, always had it in me. I want to have my place. I got to build my brewery. got to build our brand, you know, and uh, finally it was able to happen. Um, I hadn't planned on putting the brewery in, what'd you call it? Farmington ham? In Framingham? ham. Farmington? In Framingham. Framington? I hadn't planned on putting it there, but it just just kind of worked out that way, right? And so uh, at that time, I knew that the first hire was going to need to be someone who could help me figure out how to navigate the you know, the, the, not just, not the beer making part, but everything else. And Kelsey was the perfect hire for that. He's got a lot of skills when it comes to compliance and, you know, working with the city, you know, he's got the mayor on, he's like on hugging terms with our former mayor. <laughs> oh, we have a new he's, mayor now. I've not hugged him yet. But. Don't hug him yet. <laughs> but yeah, hugged him. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's got it's a great rapport. It's a different people, time. So you can't just go hug they, people now. Right. Yeah. The COVID, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it was before COVID. Um, but yeah, Omicron so, bear so hug. <laughs> it was, it was just he and I and, uh, and, and, and our partner in this. And we just, we had our location, we had all the equipment, um, and we had a name and a couple of beer names and that was it. We just were like, okay, let's go. Where's the business plan? Well, it's over there, but it's not really up to date anymore. Uh, let's just go. (laughs) And we've kind of not really stopped since then. And, uh, we've gone from, uh, being a self-distributing, uh, little kind of thousand barrel a year. Although our first year we did 1800 barrels, but the plan was only to do a thousand. And then we did 1800 our first year and that was great. We were psyched. Uh, and we decided that self-distribution wasn't really our move. Uh, and we have since signed with Atlantic beverage distributors and that's been, that's taken us from self-managing 200 accounts to being in over 2000 accounts, um, in Rhode Island, Massachusetts and the rest of new England. Um, that doesn't count Japan by the way, because we don't know <laughs> how many accounts or Connecticut. They, they just keep bringing up Japan. It's like they're Nothing big, it's like they're big flex. They just keep doing it, Tom. They're just like, yeah. by, by the way, well, Japan. our beer is available in Japan. It's not available in Connecticut. You know, it's like, why? people are like, why? And I'm like, because Japan was, they wanted it more, I guess. Oh, I you're know. in Cleveland? You, you peasant? I'm starting to take it personally, I think. <laughs> I hope not. I like it. Their but beer's I, in like a uh, like a vending machine right next to like... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say it. It's, 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 it's next to Definitive. <laughs> the, the vending machine has like us and Definitive and like whatever, like all sorts yeah. of cool beers coming from all over the place. But uh, yeah, literally craft beer vending machines. They're, really, they're awesome. Oh, yeah. wait, that's a natural yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. But Look I knew at our you, Instagram. I knew what you were going for. I know. Man. I was going for the. Uh, I was going for the different vending machines that they. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we are we are in vending machines in Japan. Um, so yeah, I mean that I, I've I've constantly just had it in me that I wanted to have a brewery, and you know I I just never stopped wanting that for 
the first 15 years of my career. So we were able to make it happen. Um, we've hired some great people to support that effort. Uh, we have a, finally a two person sales department in Kevin and Rich. Um, they are killing it. And uh, I mean, we have a 40 person sales effort going on at our wholesaler as well. So they obviously nice. do a lot of work for us. Um, we've just released a new beer called Everyday Lager, and they're selling that like crazy. And it's draft only. Um, you love kind of my life. You love to hear it. Yeah, you love to hear a yeah. lager selling like crazy. I'd love. Yeah. I, I'd love. Yeah. To, yeah, we need to have. We need to have. Uh, or I need to have an everyday lager, and then finish that off with an all day IPA. I know my entire <laughs> my entire top shelf of my beer fridge is everyday lagers that I've saved for almost every day of the year. <laughs> right. Well, now you can now you can have one that's actually called Everyday Lager. I know. I'm just I'm gonna have to order statewide shipping to get that one over the other one. So she so she doesn't notice that she's like, is that a new one? No, that's an Everyday Lager. That's it's, been there. It's all the same. <laughs> that's, been, that's been there. I haven't bought any new beer. Yeah. It's Jess cold. In our tap room, it, she was saying like, well, we have Everyday Lager. Uh, we have. Uh, uh, we're going to need to come in on Saturday and we have Sunday paper. We need a Friday beer. <laughs> like, what's yeah. that Friday beer? <laughs> That's true. You it's just have like occasional hazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, every once in a while, Munich. <laughs> we could just call it the day we clean. Because that's our Friday. We don't we don't do production on Fridays. We clean on Fridays, generally. Fortnite. Although this week we're brewing Kolsch this Friday. So Fortnite don't time. Everyday yeah. lager and then have a session IPA that's named after every like every dad who has to get together with their best friend, but has to like plan it out like two weeks in advance. So like an occasional hangout, <laughs> just call it like occasional hangout, but we're yeah. probably going to have to bail like, tw like two hours before it happens. Dad date Dunkle. <laughs> yeah. Dad date Dunkle. <laughs> <laughs> You realize you're talking to me right now, right? Yeah. Like I am that dad. <laughs> Why do you think we do the uh, yeah, podcast? Do you, yeah, and, I, and I'm totally stealing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that on the list. Put that on the list, Kelsey. Get the trade. It's all right. We 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 drank a beer that we named before this podcast that won awards in Jersey. So apparently we can. Yeah. We're we're pretty famous for that naming wasn't, beers. That, yeah, that wouldn't even be the fifth beer that we've named. I know. People just send nice. us pictures. Like, by the way, that was a really good name. And it's like, God damn it, they used it. <laughs> we're gonna have to have like a little like paper we're, that we e sign to you. We're like, hey, we're gonna email yeah, this. Yeah, uh, we're gonna, any names that you come up with, we, for, yeah, uh, we keep royalty. Yeah. The royalty is you just idea. send it to us and we drink it. <laughs> it's basically that's basically that's how our collabs work. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We don't we don't get any money. Just give us a case. Apparently apparently we came up with the last collab and we gave all the credit to Justin. He was like, you guys came up with that idea. I was like, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> the West coast IBA. He was like all centennial. He's like, that was oh, yeah. your idea. I don't sure. even remember coming up with no, that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It, it's, it's it sounds like an idea that many people have come up with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hundred like, episodes, centennial. Yeah, so, it, it, it wrote itself yeah. basically. So it was, we, we did an anniversary beer for our hundredth episode and yeah, so we did hundredth episode. Uh, do we? Can you crack one off the uh, the case there under the uh, the Seinfeld leg? Yeah, I'll do it right now. I got it. You got it? No, I feel like you guys are pretending to be in the same room. Yeah. Oh, look, there's that. <laughs> oh, whoa! How did he do that? That's incredible. The, the magic of they're not television. even in the same state. <laughs> so this is our uh, this is our beer here. Hundredth, uh, hundred. Uh, hundred dollar bill themed. Oh, there, nice. there we are. There's yeah, our nice. There's our dumb faces. 
Uh, that's yeah. the next most fire hip hop album that's coming out right there. <laughs> yeah. Hundred hundred dollar bill theme for the hundredth episode with all centennial hops. You just got the roll of labels and go like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did for the uh that's what they did for the promo picture. It was just like, hey, how many hundreds do we have upstairs? Can we just like circle this four pack with like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did the uh, magic? Did the movie magic end with me going into your shot as yes. I was getting that beer? Awesome. Yeah, it blew their mind. <laughs> I was like, they're like, they're not yeah, even went, in the same room. Yeah, go, oh no, it didn't work. <laughs> Kelsey, stay out of my kitchen. Oh, I mean my dining room. <laughs> I hear your dinner was really good. It was bacon and eggs and potatoes. Oh, it's a, and it's asparagus. A, that's a great dinner. <laughs> your pee is going to stink, but you know, it was a great dinner. <laughs> well worth it. Your pee and your breath is going to stink, <laughs> yeah. but it will be tasty. Um, it's all right. We're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Always, always down for a good burner. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Dan, you want to go with our, you want to, you want to hit them with our stock questions? Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's hit, hit the me. stock hit questions. Me with some questions. Stock yeah. questions. So uh, actually this is, this is good because, you know, we're kind of reaching out beyond our state. Um, my my thing that I usually do is I always like to ask, you know, who the brewer's favorite brewer is, like who influenced you, who got you into craft beer? Could either be that or somebody current right now where you're just like, this is my influence right now. This is where I'm going. Or like so, you're you're excited for what they're doing. Yeah. Or you're just excited about yeah. that person. So you could either choose to go back on somebody who influenced you or wow. you know, more current. <laughs> that is that is a loaded question, man. Um, I mean, I, because you're you called it a stock question to begin with I, I have to say that the original person that came to my mind was ken grossman i mean it's obvious he he's you know founder of sierra nevada uh brewing company he it was the first beers i discovered were so you know we're flavorful and like we, torpedo. we were drinking yeah uh celebration you know, well i mean we, were, we torpedo didn't exist yet i mean i was drinking sierra porter yeah. sierra stout sierra pale ale and then anchor liberty and like a few others we, and then we started getting vermont beers i was in umass amherst in the you know in 91 92 and like you could get long trails and otter creeks a little bit of sam adams um but really we like sierra pale ale just became that beer that was constant in my adult life. Um, I haven't had one in a while. Um, I should have one again soon. Uh, there's a bar in Jamaica plain that our good buddy, Michael Moxley owns who I mentioned he should listen, but he said he's never listened to a podcast and doesn't even know how to. Um, so, so he's yeah, not he's listening. On TikTok, so. Yeah. He's on TikTok. So Moxley, uh, always has Sierra pale ale, pale ale on at his bar called Canary square. Um, among many other great beers, but I just think that that's one of those things. But as a more current answer, um, I would say that there's a lot of brewers that I would could could use as an example. Um, oh my god! Like whose horn do I want to toot? You know, it's kind of <laughs> one of those things. Kelsey, you have any thought onto this? Um, well, I, like the beer that I think got me into beer was. Um, it was Michelob Dark, and uh, and it was because my dad, he he was you know uh, we're like Brazilian German heritage, uh, so when he saw that Michelob was doing a a dark lager, he oh, was okay. like, oh my god, this is like uh, like almost this is as close to German Fancy. beer as we can find. Yeah, um, <laughs> those Canadians. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I uh, so I like tried it, and I was just like, wow, like this is this is different. You know, this is. This isn't my the normal beer that I've ever had. Um, 
and I think that was a, an eye opener. Um, I was like 14 at the time, but um, yeah, kind of going from there, um, you know, after college, uh, what kind of got me into beer, I think was Belgian beer and Duval was the one that really got me, got me going and still has that, you know, soft spot in my heart. Yeah. yeah I would totally. say Belgian beers always had a special place. I, especially like this time of year too. Like mm-hmm. this is like Belgian season. I would always yeah. get like, like the heavy Belgians for Christmas that still stuck around for January. And oh just- yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still get that yeah. uh, St. Bernard's Christmas ale. <laughs> Yeah, and you get, um, it, you get it every year, right? I was gonna you say, uh, Matt, you mentioned it before we started, yeah. but uh, Wirebacher, uh, Mary yeah. Monk, oh, yeah. Mary yeah. Monk's Mary Monk. was something that we grew up on down here. So it's, that was sitting right behind you right now. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. that that six pack on the uh, on the fridge there. It's Mary Monk's right there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think though, like, just I do have a good answer for this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a brewery uh, in in New York that I've become friends with the guys. The, you know the folks that run it and we've we did do a collaboration there um finback brewing. oh yeah and i do enjoy the, finback oh i just had a the thing i the thing i'll say about finback is that they have stuck to their thing right they are very good at what they do they've they got all a kinds niche of interesting and yeah. beers yeah. <laughs> yeah and they they kind of stick to their lane if you will um basil is amazing he's he's just a really just great oh person God. there's another and, uh, there's another brewer named basil i know we just basil. so many basils yeah. <laughs> is there a lot i, I didn't know there were other yeah, basils, we, but, there, there's one there there's one by us there's uh, one by us uh, but it's just such an appropriate brewer yeah. name like, is it? would you like fun. to meet our brewer basil <laughs> basil um but yeah so he's uh he i just really there's something they do that they do really well and i just have always admired that and i feel like um that just the like we do all our design in-house kelsey does all of our design work uh, as do they and that's something that i felt was uh it's just very authentic you know? that's what i like about uh finback is very min- uh, minimalist yeah. like they're mm-hmm. yep. you can see their cans <laughs> from like you know, Forever. 30 yards away, away. And you're yeah. just like, that's Finback. I think there's a Finback. Except coast. you could look at it with a microscope and still not know what it is. <laughs> right? enough, they don't put the style on there. Oh, so and, and the Finback sure. is just, I think there's a Finback pills in there. <laughs> yeah. Their font oh size, God. I think is negative two or something. Oh, it's it tiny. Bottom, bottom, bottom right. Well, it has to be to fit oh, on that three quarter <laughs> label. Thing. Yeah. 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 I was going to say the three quarter label is the big, uh, is the big tell there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's great. I and mean, the it's tiny it's little whale. Around. It's like the little whale <laughs> always has to be Hold in on. there. There, oh, yeah. wait, wait, we're getting closer. There's the font. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tiny. Um, but I feel like they get not to say they get overlooked. They're doing fine, but but they, uh, you know, they're kind of becoming, uh, you know, a very youthful legacy brand, if you will. Like they're kind yeah. of always That's there. They're the, available. I would call them the new guard. Yeah. Like they're, yeah, they're, they're, those they're kind other, of the leaders in the new guard. Yeah. 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 Those newer breweries that are coming out that are like making the splash like them. I mean, if we're going to talk about the three quarter can wraps in New York, the other half right there, they do the same, yep. you know, same thing. Yep. Um, and like, you know, very minimalist art, but, you know, they're making that splash because of that name, the notoriety that they're having the new guard versus like the old guard that we all kind of grew up kind of, you know, yeah. Ingesting like, yeah, Brooklyn. <laughs> oh man. We can, we can talk about Brooklyn for Garrett Oliver. Please come on the show. Please, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've shown should you my request. Out? Should we reach out to Garrett? Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we've slid to his DMs so many times. If you know Garrett Oliver on a personal level, please tell him to come on. That's all I want. Then I'm not could, at liberty to share that information. Then I can um, I, I can end this godforsaken podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, my it's curse. Garrett? Garrett, yeah, Garrett, Garrett, come over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. If he brought him on right now, I have so many things at home, like in preparation for the Garrett episode. Well, you already just, have his sign behind you. I mean, that's yeah. and, and hold on there. That that uh, that tall boy up there there. Well, there's a there's a Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. There, there's a Brooklyn Stein and then there's a black ops uh <laughs> Black Ops oh, tall boy behind it. That's like the official. Nice. That's like the oh, second official beer of our friendship. It's like Mary Monks and Black Ops. Yeah. <laughs> Black nice. Ops definitely holds a a special place in our heart. Um, yeah. yeah, Garrett. There are brewers. There are brewers too. Like I, I wouldn't say that. Like I would. There are brew. There's a. There's one other brewer though that you that everyone looks up to. That is Rob, he's a Rob New England brewer. Oh no, no. Although Rob's great. Um, I love Rob. I love that. Yeah. I love Allagash. Um, but Todd Mott is the guy right okay. and todd you know todd's been brewing since the very beginning of our careers it went way before our careers started so that's, he's, yeah he's a, you know that's and uh, actually we, we we just delivered some beer to them uh up a tributary in uh in kittery one of our brewers was in maine for the weekend so i made it a point to make sure he brought a four pack of kolsch over to them <laughs> um but todd was not there woody was there and and so woody got that four pack his son who's now their head brewer. Um, But yeah, it's that's, and I I was trying to think of like, what's the brewery in Maine that we love so much. And among many other breweries in Maine that, you know, there's so many. Dan's Dan's all on a, Dan's on a Maine brewing kick. Oh, I love Yeah. I'm so happy that Maine brewing makes its way down here because I mean, I can drink lunch and dinner every day for the yeah, rest of my life great. and you gotta you gotta respect that they're sticking with that half liter bottle yeah respect the hustle uh, yeah you gotta <laughs> respect that and it's it's so nice and they do take great care in how they educate um the beer consumer because they have the dates on it they tell you how like hey if you see this at your local like distributor and it's got this date on don't drink it like we want you right. to know like exactly where this you know when this beer is fresh when you should be drinking it and especially with a bottle you know having so much exposure to light and you don't know what in the whole you know commute down here to the keystone Mm -hmm. state what that beer is going to go through yeah 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 um so the question that i have my stock question is uh desert island beer so uh i like to preface this by saying you know don't take weather temperature into a into account here we're all, like, in, we're all in the northeast we all just yeah. think cold right off the bat if you, like freezing if you had one beer to one style of beer to drink for the rest of your life what would it be kelsey uh I was about to call you kolshi yeah, no. <laughs> I'm gonna to defer to our. That's uh, my nickname for him. Our, <laughs> our, our marketing guy, Kolshi, over here. Well, yeah, I gotta think like, what would I want all the time? Um, none of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weather is not a factor. You have to be able yeah, to drink this wouldn't. cold. You also have to drink this hot. Yeah, so it wouldn't be like a big beer. I'd um, say uh, vanilla ice cream with sprinkles. <laughs> oh, that's not. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I I do like my IPAs, and I would say like uh, like a session IPA, like four and a half, five percent. 
um, American IPA. Oh, okay. I can do that all day long. And, I like that. Yeah, I can drink drink that in you know the summer and the winter. Made a great reference um, right there. All day. Yeah. I mean, all day yeah. IPA would be uh, something. That one would be fine day. too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Like that's the style, and I that's that's the style. I when I hear like someone in the industry say that, I agree right yeah. away. Uh, all great. day IPA is um, a style where I can drink. I can drink it in the winter. I can also drink it in the summer, and I don't have any like disparity between the two. I, th- I think that, and that's one for me that if I go into a brewery, if I see a session IPA, I'm ordering that because I, I like to see what you know they're doing with their low ABV stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, crushable. I think for me, for me, the style uh, is maybe a surprise. Might not be a surprise to Kelsey. Um, Porter. Oh, okay. I want to drink porter on that island. Um, am I alone on that island? Sure. If I'm alone, if I'm alone, I want it to be like a four percent porter. If I'm not alone, it needs to be like a slightly stronger six percent. <laughs> He's like, what kind of porter farts do I want to like expose all these other people to? I mean, we shouldn't yeah. be surprised. Hey, Matthew was all about malt, so I know, well, you know he wanted he wanted, he wanted something with a complex malt character. Oh, yeah. Still lightweight in body. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I see what mm-hmm. you're doing here. And and we the briefcase porter we brew year round, and um, you know, and and there's still people, you know, there's regulars who come into our tap room. It's like a 95 degree day. They're sitting out in the beer garden. They're drinking porter. You know, that, that's <laughs> yeah. what they like. That's that. You know, and it is like I used like when I would like go on bike rides and I would like crack a porter at the end of it. It's actually can be very refreshing. Very yeah, refreshing. I would say the 6%. clean finish of the porter yeah. is yeah. 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 It, it gives you all the. I always tell people when I try and sell a porter to people are like, oh, well, I'm into stouts. Well, the porter is going to give you a lot of what you're going to get up front, but you're going to get a lighter body mm-hmm. and it's going to finish mm-hmm. a little bit. E- it's going to be, and I always tell people it might be easier to drink for you. Like you're going to have a little bit more of a porter than say like, you know, heavier stouts. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm on, I mean, I've, I've brought this up multiple times on the podcast. I'm all for Marzen and Dunkel all year long. Oh, Marzen. Oh yeah. yeah. Marzen and Dunkel all year long. Give yeah, me those malt forward. Oct- I want Oktoberfest yeah. year round. Give, yeah. me that, give me those mar- <laughs> malt forward lagers all day. Yeah. 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 I agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cause it, it's like sweet, but dry. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you just keep going back for it. A toasty, nice roasted yeah. caramel. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Can't get any. We're talking. Better. We're talking a lot about malt right now, which yeah. I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, we're 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 located close to a a pretty big malt house, Deer Creek. We're close to Deer Creek Malt. Yeah, Deer, Deer Creek. Creek Malt. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're not. You guys are there. out of our world. Uh, out of our realm of the Northeast, um, but we have something called the Northeast Grain Shed Alliance, which is you know a group of maltsters bakers brewers distillers uh and grain growers that work you know work together yeah and educators and retailers um to try and kind of you know scream from the mountaintops about about grain and malt and uh and millers did i not mention the millers that make flour um and so it's just exciting it's right now is a very cool moment um in malt because you know hops have had their 
you know, it's all about the hops, you know, you've had and, your time hops, yeah, you've <laughs> had your time. And, and to be clear, like hop is the spice, right? Mm-hmm. And malt is what the soul. It's the base. Yeah. yeah it's, it's everything. It's not, it's 80 something percent of what's going into this beer. Right. He's talking and, about Miller's and I'm thinking of like the creeks and everything. And there's running like a little <laughs> mill over there. Like it's definitely, it's definitely not enough room for like a, you know, the windmill, but they've got, you know, they've got all that rushing water. You guys got they the might. true Miller's over there. They're like making it. <laughs> Yeah, some farm to table flour there. (laughs) Yeah, well, we have we have a local malt house here, Valley Malt, which we mentioned earlier that we get a ton of different grain from. We have bought custom, you know, malted stuff from them. They also have a a flour company called Ground Up. And so they make flour out of, you know, raw grains. They've made malted flour, uh, you know, rye flour. Pizza flour is like one of the best. Pizza flour is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Northeast pizza, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, Let's wrap this thing up. We're we're about a, an hour and a half here. That's oh wow! A, Hell yeah! Yeah, it's like, I, it's like it's like ninety minutes past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a you know very telling of uh of the the kind of interview we have here. It just flowed seamlessly. You guys are good people. Um, yeah, really enjoyed having you on. Um, Beer, awesome. Yeah. Final thoughts on the uh, New England there, Tom? It was delicious. Uh, you know, just what I was expecting. Um, I, I really like the, uh, I like the pepperiness in there. The, you know, the bitterness, uh, added I think that's to it. the Yakuya knot that's on yeah. the dry hop is that it's got a little pepper thing going on. And, uh, the, the whole pellet, like the not cryo version of that literally is like green pepper, which oh, is interesting. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> which, which is, can be good. It can be overpowering. Um, depends on what you're looking for. Uh, we don't use it in our brewery, but, uh, we have, um, but yeah, I, I'm real, I'm psyched. You guys like that one. I will yeah, agree with, uh, Tom. That's kind of the real MVP for me too. Yeah. Um, I enjoy that in combination with like the, uh, residual bitterness that you get after, you know, it's left on your palate after you take a sip of this, um, love the tropical on the nose, uh, mouthfeel gives you all the feels of what you want for, you know, your typical new England IPA. Uh, but you guys put a nice classic spin on that aftertaste, the pepper, the bitter, you know, bring us back to what we're, you know, what we grew up on, what we're, you know, what we know. And mm-hmm. that's nice. I, I, yeah. I like to see that, especially coming down from New England. You guys, you guys are in an area that, you know, that kind of brought it to us down here. So it's nice. You're to welcome. See, see. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't want I don't yeah, yeah. I, I'll give your <laughs> area the credit there. Just for you. Um, all right, so let's get these guys out of here. Um, uh, anything you guys want to plug before before we uh, wrap up the audio portion here? Uh, exhibit A Brewing. Come yeah. see us. Statewide shipping us. in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You guys are shipping yeah. anywhere, you know, anywhere in Pennsylvania, yeah, just, guys. Keystone State's website, exhibit-a-brewing.com, and uh, you can go to our, our online shop, and you'll see a beer section on there, and you can drop some beers in your cart. We recommend uh, we ship in uh, 12-pack boxes mm-hmm. so uh to save on shipping um it makes the most sense to order 12 yeah you guys four, do a three four a, packs so. you guys do a nice uh nice little shipping uh setup there yeah like the it. shipping box is great yeah yeah you got enough room that you know it's not going to get banged around uh it's really nice and uh you can go on uh exhibit a uh their uh instagram exhibit a brewing um check out their their instagram um, they have a uh, their 
bio there that you can hit the link in the uh in their their description and uh it'll take it takes you right to toast tab so you can order right there yeah and if you guys feel like uh going on to uh untap.com tom uh, it's untap.com uh, forward slash exhibit a brewing company check out the beers they have on their arsenal there uh check out some uh, don't check out the ratings. Check out the reviews. If somebody yeah, wrote a uh, yeah, quality review, check that out. Leave the ratings out of it. I mean, they are a f- they're rated a four. I mean, they're a four. They're a hype beer. Yeah. They got they got hype beer status as a brewery right now, yeah. collectively. So <laughs> we're a four. Oh, I, I I need to go back on that website and see what it's about. No, don't. You don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I get enough. I get enough criticism for myself when I'm like at the brewery. <laughs> Drinking through the tanks. You're, you're, you're gray enough as it is. You don't need to go full. <laughs> what are you saying? Huh? <laughs> you don't want to go full Obama and age like a U.S. president yeah. watching it. No, it's <laughs> happened. No, I. if you looked at my beard when we opened. <laughs> he was such a young, like, youthful guy. It's like when like somebody gets elected president, you know, like, mm. like Obama when he was like, he, he had uh, like not a gray hair in his head. And like after one year, he was like all gray. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a, you got George, George, distinguishing. George W. that came right from owning the Texas Rangers. Like, hey. Hey, I got a baseball club. Yeah, and then and after like eight years, year, it's just like, like oh. <laughs> get me out of get me out of here, Dick Cheney. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. Uh, all right. Uh Dan, what uh what do we got going on here? Uh so I mean, guys, as always, follow us on all our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, I mean, it's everywhere else. Gmail.com too. It's best, best friends, pod, best, best friends, P O D. Little new metal there. Yeah. I mean, gmail.com. If you guys, uh, if you guys have a brewery that we want to try out, you have, uh, any, any, this is a perfect example yeah. of us just giving out our email on an episode. And we actually got an email back from yeah. an episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is no. like the perfect example of that. Yeah, send so, us an email, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll you, talk to you. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to send us some beer and talk about it, come on. We're, 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 you know, we're, we're, we're not just a PA craft beer podcast. You know, we'll, we'll venture out. We're, we're welcoming to everybody else. Yeah, I mean, they might have gotten their asses kicked by the Bills, but we still like these guys. They're pretty cool. Sorry, <laughs> we got our asses kicked by. I don't know who did we get our asses kicked by. I don't even remember. I'm. I just blacked out during it. The team that actually has Tom Brady. Oh yeah, the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, that <laughs> common thread. <laughs> uh, uh, you can follow or you can email us at bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com that's best best friends p-o-d at gmail.com we're gonna close out with some exhibit here (laughs) (laughs) um yeah we like we mentioned uh uh, we're on you know facebook live youtube uh and then twitch you know, which is a little bit different. Twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast. Twitch.tv slash best best friends POD. I've been asking for 30 episodes for you to change that to best best friends podcast. So it doesn't have to be cast at the end. I'll figure it out. All we'll right. make it we'll make it happen eventually. <laughs> um other than that, guys, follow us. Uh follow us on yeah, all we've major- got some great breweries coming up here. Uh yeah. I mean, are we doing another collab in like a less than a month? Are we? I mean, it's coming up, yeah. 
Well, yeah, we're gonna. Don't we talk about with Hannah? Yeah, we got the group chat that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're we're re we're part do. Yeah, we got to re-release. We're having yeah. another beer. We're gonna put out another one yeah. because we love it so much. We love hanging out with breweries and yeah. brewing beer with them. So we're gonna do it again, guys. So uh, just nice. yeah, make sure you guys are following. So twenty twenty two, the year of the collab. <laughs> yeah, year of the yeah <laughs> year year of us I just doing twenty nineteen. Was the year of the collab. <laughs> I know it's year of everybody's collab. <laughs> I, I thought it was still 2019. Like, right. <laughs> Wasn't it like 2019 a month ago? We actually are doing a collab this year that we've already put together, which is going to be fun. Oh, hell yeah. Anybody uh, anybody we know from down here? or, or uh, you- There's so- a brewery in New York called Big Alice. Uh, okay. We're brewing okay. it at their brewery. And uh, awesome. it's, uh, we're also, uh, Kent Falls from Connecticut is involved. Oh, cool. And as is uh, Amory's Tomb here in Massachusetts and us. Just and we're brewing a beer in support of the Square Foot Project. Oh, cool. And if you go to okay. Square Foot Project's Instagram, you can learn all about that. Uh, it's about how much grain is in this four square feet of farmland it took to grow this beer. Oh, that's you know? awesome. That's so, pretty cool. Four so square it's about feet. farms, local grains. That's really cool. Yeah. I know. That's crazy to think of right now. Yeah. I was like doing the math in my head. I'm like, look pretty big size i can sleep in four square feet yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at my height and you, I can. Can, and you could grow enough barley to make a batch of beer or a, a can of beer. a I'm can sorry, of beer yeah. or not a batch that's pretty crazy <laughs> that's a small homebrew all right uh okay. thanks well, so much guys. guys yeah thank you Good for times. for doing this with us yeah, and taking the time and and sending your beer down uh down to us to share down to here in the keystone state i guess yeah down south <laughs> uh we're not that far south no, no, we're no. we're we're southerners to them. I know we're like we're like sitting on that Mason Dixon line. We're just like you're hey. actually more like just New York and New Jersey to us. We don't even know. What's oh, don't lump, South of Jersey. Don't lump us in with that crowd. without without the terrible accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll know. We have some pretty bad accents down here. Barry Reese Town. Yeah, water. Now on HBO Max. All right, uh, guys. Uh, Exhibit A Brewing. Thank you for for doing this with us. Uh, Thanks for having us, Dan. You know how I feel about you. One more time. Make me blush. I love you. Always have. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just... Just one more POD drop, guys. One more. A little deep cut for you. All right, everybody. And uh, and always remember, keep it in the back of your mind. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was the Clinton family. It's a new year. Are we going to get rid of that? I don't know. Full until political. Honestly. Maybe until yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell suicides. All right. Herself. All right. All right. We're done. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, best, best friends podcast episode 100. Best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best, best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best, best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best, best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet, a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's so up for me! <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. 